0: This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast. This is Erica Polsonelli, your host, and we are here to talk about all things 5D, high vibrational, evolving, and beyond. So welcome. Thank you for being here and come on in. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Evolve by of the podcast. I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation today. I feel like this is a really deep, but also private one. And here I am sharing it because I feel like it's so important to share in this way on this topic. So today we are going to be talking about my relationship and how it has evolved, uh, with alcohol from dependency to freedom, um, at this point in time in my life. So I'm really excited to share about this and everything I share here. I want to say as a disclaimer, this is my experience and my experience only. This is not for any suggestions on how you consume or don't consume. Um, and like I said, this is not advice. This is just really taking you through the history that I've had with substances and alcohol and um, finding my way To freedom with that and what that means to me today. So, before we get into the episode, I want to take a moment to give a shout out to our sponsor, Meadow and Bark, which is a clean, sustainable skincare line, which is local. I could walk to Meadow and Bark and be there within five minutes. Um, And I love supporting small businesses, especially in Long Beach, because you guys know I love where I live so much. So, This skincare line is all about sustainability, health, natural products for ourselves, but also for the world around us, the ocean and the reefs. It is... I've been loving so many of the products. Um, I've been using a lot of their sun care and their after sun care. So after having the sunscreen on all day while I'm at the beach, I use their body scrub exfoliator as well as their hibiscus scrub for my face. And after the shower and using that, I use their after sun spray um, just to lock in moisture into my skin. It's so important to keep your skin hydrated if you are spending time outside in the sun. And from there, using their body oil, which is honestly my favorite scent right now. Um, I, I keep asking them to bottle it up as a perfume because I swear it smells that good. And another favorite is the PM ritual that I've been using. I feel like it's made my skin glowy, clear, radiant. And um, it also helps with our aging process. I intend to age gracefully and hopefully naturally as well. And I feel like those products definitely deliver. So you could go ahead and check them out at meadowandbark.com. And if you are a first-time customer, you can use code EVOLVE30 For 30% off, if you are a returning customer, you could use code EVOLVE15 for 15% off. So go ahead, check out Meadow & Bark. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed with any of the products you're guided to. I shared some of my favorites. Um, My other favorite more recently is the Moroccan Blue. It's like a pressed oil, which is great for moisture, moisture um, for the elasticity of the skin, super hydration and that glow. So go ahead, check out whatever you're guided to. I hope you love them. DM me or Meadow and Bark. Let us know how you love the products. So let's get into the episode. Thank you Meadow and Bark for sponsoring this episode. So today I wanted to take you through my evolution and journey with alcohol because it has been a journey for sure. So I want to take you back to high school. I started drinking then, underage drinking, which I do not recommend or advise. Um, And as soon as I started drinking, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I would drink a lot of alcohol. And it started in high school, continued into college, um... And I started to recognize that at the time, alcohol helped me to escape the worries, the thoughts, and the anxiety that really held me back from being my best self. So when I was consuming alcohol, I finally felt free. I felt silly. All the problems completely felt as if they disappeared. Um, of course they hadn't, they would just hit 10 times harder the next morning, but that was really what alcohol brought me in my younger years, just feeling free fun. Um, and I had a damn good time my whole entire life. I love to party. I love to go out and I guess it served a purpose at that time. So as I made my way into my 20s, I really started to recognize that that was the intention that I was drinking with. I was consumed, as you guys know. If you've been here for a while, you know that I had crippling anxiety, specifically around health anxiety. And all day, every day, um, I know that sounds like a lot, but it was a lot. All day, every day, I would be thinking about these fearful, paranoid thoughts that would completely bring my vibration down. I felt heavy. I was consumed by them, and alcohol would be—it was my only mechanism of he, of managing my emotions. It was my only tool in my toolbox to allow myself to feel better in that moment. So, um, I, I drank very very often. My husband and I, before he got sober, we were a couple that loved to party together. And although um, I was able to keep it more in balance than he was, I was still doing things in great excess, And it it takes a toll on you. So as I Started to meditate as I started my meditation practice. Alcohol wasn't really on my mind at all. So, I, as you guys may know, I went plant based first. And after going plant based, that's what really led me to the idea of possibly. Beginning a meditation journey, I got the message after going plant based for a while. You need to start meditation. I knew I needed a change in my life. I did not know meditation would be that. Um, I was ready to really seek out professional help. I needed, I needed all the help I could get. And at the time, plant based found me, which ended up leading me towards meditation. So I began with three minutes of kundalini breathwork every single morning. That was it. And that's why I love the breath express section on Evolve because you can get it done that quickly and it could lead to the most intense and profound changes within you and yourself. So I started each day with three to five minutes of breathwork. I realized how amazing it felt and I'm the type of person where if I know something's going to work for me and help me, I'm going to stick to it. I am disciplined and I want to be the best person I could possibly be for myself and for everybody else in my life. So I that's what I did. I stuck with it every single morning, practiced a little bit of meditation each day. And I will never forget the day in my old apartment where Vinny and I lived together. He wasn't home. He was I think he was playing volleyball and I was cooking dinner and I sat down, started to eat. And I was like, oh my God, I just cooked an entire meal without drinking alcohol. And that was something I never did. I want to say I was drinking wine every single night, at least two to three glasses. And I say at least because I don't remember specifics, but I know that that would be the minimum amount just to get my nervous system back to what I would say normal not even feeling elated or buzzed, just to get myself to a place where I finally felt settled. So I remember in that moment, wow, I don't have any rosé as I'm cooking dinner and eating. This is very strange. So what did I do? I got myself up. I didn't even want it, but I was like, this is what I do. I do it every day. Like, of course, I'm going to go have my wine. I poured my wine for myself, took a sip and I was like, hmm, this doesn't taste as good as it usually does. This isn't giving me the satisfaction it usually does. That's interesting. So I didn't think about it any further. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Okay, move on with it. So, uh, But that night stands out to me for a reason because that's when a major shift happened and I'll never forget it. So I want to take a few steps back. So while I went plant-based, I was drinking heavily still while being plant-based. And even as I started a little bit of meditation, so before that night, leading up to that night, I was drinking heavily and we would, you know, go out with friends. I would drink at least a bottle of wine. I can't even believe, I can't even believe that, but yes, that's what I was doing. Um, Being very, very, very under the influence with alcohol and, that was just a norm for me. That's what a lot of that's what a lot of my family does. That's what a lot of my friends do. It's kind of just what I've been around and what my lifestyle was up until finding this practice. And you really start to see what's normal for you and what's normal for other people as as you go on this journey. So after that night where I wasn't drinking wine with my dinner, um I eventually was guided to go and check in on my physical health. So, being plant-based, especially then in 2016, 2017, people weren't as familiar. People would say like, you're going to be deficient in vitamins, minerals, and protein. Um, You might lose your period. Like all of these things people would project onto me. I was like, okay, well, if that's so, I'm going to just go get myself checked out because I was still a little bit in fear. I want to go get myself checked out and make sure that this, this diet is working for me. So I went and just got a blood work panel done at like one of the, um, uh, you know, like the city MD, it wasn't city MD, but something like that, a doctor's office. And after I got the results, everything was fine. Um, my liver enzymes were elevated and the doctor, and I still was dealing with health anxiety at this time. So of course I was not okay with hearing this. And the doctor was like, uh, did you drink before the the blood test. And I hadn't. And I was like, no, I didn't. She was like, well, did you drink like the day before? I'm like, I don't think so. And whatever. So we were trying to get to the bottom of why my liver enzymes were so elevated. So this took about, it took a long time, maybe a year to straighten out. But I, I, in hindsight, I found it so interesting that meditation led me to really stop drinking, get my drinking under control, not need it anymore. And in that moment, when I took that sip of wine, did it not taste good? Because my liver needed needed a moment, needed some cleansing, needed some detox. I truly believe so much in the body telling us what we do and do not need. For instance, this week, I am craving cinnamon. I'm craving cinnamon. And I'm like, there's something in cinnamon that my body absolutely needs right now. And I honor that and I lean into it. And if it's chocolate the next week, you bet I'm leaning into that too. Whatever it may be. One time I was craving tomatoes um, and I just knew my body needed something from that. So I I also believe in it as the reverse. If your body is not, t- if, 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 your, if you're tasting something and it doesn't taste good, it doesn't feel good going down, your body does not want that. Right. And that's what I felt like in that moment with alcohol. And I started to think way later because Kundalini gives you that 2020 vision. I started to reflect back on that evening. Like, wow, maybe my body was saying, Erica, you're done drinking, at least for now you're done. So, um, that, that doctor and that, that blood work actually led me to go to my holistic doctor who I work with now. So many people ask me who it is. It's, I'm going to say it here because I get so many DMs about it. It's Dr. Jesse Stoff. He is in Westbury. Um, he works with me over the phone because I am not a new patient, but I believe for new patients, you have to go there. He's He's very specific to immunity. He helps people that struggle with very intense disease, And I was just lucky enough to get in there without anything truly tragic going on uh, at the time. I'm not sure of his status and how he's accepting new clients or uh, patients right now. But um, I was guided to him from my friend who worked with him very, very closely when he went through a very intense treatment. And I got my blood work done. And it was so interesting. I shared a little bit about this, but I want to go into it again here. So my liver enzymes were very, very elevated. And along with that, he – let me tell you this. He does about 30 vials of blood. So on a regular panel, I was healthy. With elevated liver enzymes. They didn't know what that was. Everything else was fine. And then, as he dug deeper into my blood panel, um, some autoimmune popped up. Um, a lot of, a ton of inflammation in my body popped up. And my pineal gland was extreme. The levels <laughs> of hormone secretion and the numbers coinciding with my pineal gland was off. The charts. And we had this meeting. So he didn't meet with me in an exam room. We met in an office across from one another. And the office has crystals. He has a crystal around his neck. It's like, you know, all the vibes, just that higher consciousness meets medical world. So um, as he was going through the reports, he's like, yes, your liver is definitely elevated. I need to send you for an ultrasound. And I'm like, oh my God, what are we going to find? Like, This was a huge trigger for me because all day, every day I thought something was wrong with me living with, living with health anxiety. So he went through everything else. Um, and what he did was provide me supplements. So he just told me what supplements to buy. He wasn't getting paid at all for prescribing me or suggesting supplements. He told me what to get. I was taking about 30 supplement, um, maybe like 15 to 20 supplements per meal that he recommended um, for a period of time until my, bo- my body actually told me, okay, it's enough. Your body's back in balance. And then eventually the blood work matched the message that I received. So It was so funny though, because while we were in that interview or that, that review, he was like, there's just one gland in your, in your brain that is going absolutely nuts and off the chart right now. And I was like, which one? He's like your pineal gland. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. And he's like, why? Like, why would that make sense to you? And I'm like, oh, because like I'm going through spiritual awakening right now and I activate that gland through my meditations. I'm sure that it's going to level out. It's just very, very activated right now because I'm literally decalcifying it. And he was like, okay. (laughs) So after I did his protocol, I went back, I think three months later, and then six months later, my liver was back in balance. My pineal gland was back in balance. All the inflammation was coming down in my body. And now I'm like about 12 to 18 months into my new diet with daily meditation in addition to a supplements. And then from there, I really stopped drinking after that. And I stopped his supplements and just kept leaning into my intuition and what I was doing. Went back for another checkup the next year. And he's like, Erica, I don't know what you're doing, but you got to keep going because everything is just getting better and better every time. And then finally, I had another visit and he he was actually very interested in what I was doing this time. He wanted to know more because of how the trajectory was going for me. So the conversation was really around what my daily routine looks like, what my meditation practice is, um, what I'm doing each day, what I'm eating each day. And the only thing that he said that I could use a little bit more of was vitamin D and some aminos. So I did start eating more tofu after that, as well as like quinoa to get that in. But all in all, that's what really led me to cut out alcohol for a very long period of time because my body said no, and I no longer needed that. I no longer needed the alcohol to help me feel calm. I no longer needed it to help me feel. Clear my mind. I no longer needed it to have fun. I went to weddings that year in 2018, 2019, and people probably thought I was like not only on alcohol, but like an upper because I was so elated to feel so at home in my body without needing anything, dancing all night long, having the best time, and just being in this state of joy and gratitude because that is better than any drug or substance we could take. And excuse me, what alcohol really does, we think it's elevating our vibration, but it's actually lowering it. It's actually a downer or a depressant. So in the moment we feel so high and good and amazing but really a lot of a lot of people a lot of young people too are talking about anxiety waking up the next day and feeling whether it's embarrassed anxious I know people that literally have anxiety attacks the next day after drinking um, it's interesting because I've always felt that way even I remember in high school waking up the next day and just feeling guilt, like this deep rooted guilt in my sacral chakra. Like, Oh my God, what did I do? Even if I didn't do anything at all, it's just the alcohol that brings on that frequency, that really lower vibrational frequency. So I really stopped drinking, um, throughout those years, all throughout COVID, didn't have any alcohol. And Vinny would always say like, when we went out with other people, he'd be like, well, I'm sober. And you know, like she doesn't really drink because I'm sober. And I, it's so funny because he went through his sobriety journey around the same time that I went through my spiritual awakening. So he was sober for maybe like two years before I went through my spiritual awakening And which led me to really cut out alcohol and substances. And it looked as if, you know, he had influenced me to do this. And I think. It was the universe influencing the both of us to support one another and to support ourselves and our highest self. So, yeah, he wasn't drinking and that just wasn't part of our frequency anymore. We moved to the beach together. Nature was more part of our frequency and doing things that really make us feel good, like walking, biking, all of those things outside, being outside, going to the beach. So it was really interesting how that happens and i I do believe we're both, we're very good influences for one another, but that wasn't the direct catalyst. it was really my body rejecting it as I sipped on that rose that night so yeah, so throughout twenty twenty as I said, I didn't drink, and then i i there are so many spiritual people who share that alcohol is so low vibrational and so many healers that will not drink it at all or people who are really, really, really health conscious who won't. And sometimes that's so easy for us to just shun out and get in our mind and say like, okay, I am not doing this anymore. I can't do it and being really hard on ourselves. Um, But I actually want to share that I've grown into this space where sometimes I will and can have, I'll order a drink, maybe have three sips of it, maybe have half of it maybe have 75% of it. I feel like that's usually my sweet spot where I have maybe like 50% or 75 and then that is it. And I want to share this because not because I'm promoting alcohol, because as we know, there's a lot of um, side effects. There's It's very detrimental to our health. But I also believe in leaning into what your body says if you are able to do it in a balanced and healthy way. So for someone that's in recovery or like my husband, I would never recommend him having a sip of alcohol because um, AA teaches that you do not have control over the substance. The substance has control over you. And what I want to share about my personal journey, remember, this is not advice and or a suggestion of any sort. This is just me sharing my journey and experience. I was someone who was dependent on alcohol to help feel calm and centered. I was never able to have one drink ever. I needed two, three, maybe four, maybe a whole bottle. And what my practice has taught me and has brought me to is that alcohol no longer has control over me and I am tapped into my higher self and I'm actually now able to listen to my body, tune into my body, know if my body's on the frequency to be able to handle the alcohol and have a healthier relationship with it. So I want to talk more about that. If I'm feeling low, if I'm feeling intense or dark energy, if I'm feeling anxious, I will absolutely not go near alcohol nor do I want to because I know that's not going to help, which is the opposite in the past. In the past that was my coping mechanism, that's what made me feel better. Now, if I feel elated, if I feel celebratory, if I feel that I'm so in tune with my highest self, I know my body is on the frequency to be able to consume some, not in excess, nowhere near getting drunk at all, but just be able to enjoy, like I said, maybe three sips, maybe half a glass, whatever it may be. I know my body's at the frequency to be able to transmute that where I won't be brought down by it, but I will be able to sustain that higher frequency. And usually when I take a sip, my body tells me immediately if that's something I should or shouldn't be doing. And I have to be honest with you, lately... I've been getting that answer of like, no, you don't need this actually. <laughs> you ordered a spicy mark, but you really don't need this. And your your body just, I think how I taste it and how I process it, my body will tell me instantly. But for example, we went to a wedding. I was with friends. We went to a cocktail hour and we ordered. I ordered a margarita and I probably had, I would say 50% of it. And that was it. That was it for the cocktail hour and the entire night. And the entire night I was able to dance and to tune into that frequency of joy and elevation and happiness and bliss. And it's just so humbling to this practice. It's so cool to see and to feel and to experience that that no longer has power over me. I'm no longer a slave to alcohol. I no longer have to feel that I need to keep consuming this like bottomless goal that I, that I used to have to continue to go and go and go and get to this place of no return. And I think, yes, it's because the practice and I think more people are opening up to this frequency and expanding beyond the need for substances because of the consciousness on the planet. However, polarity exists. So I think as much as there's this space of conscious drinking or intuitive drinking or even sobriety, I think there's a lot of energy around that and awareness around that now. I think the opposite still exists where the highs are high and that clarity is there and the lows are low where people who are dependent on substances are very dependent and really feel they need it. And just like we see in every aspect of life right now, that significant polarity, I think it exists in this space too. And I just feel so humbled and grateful to have gained that power over the substance. And I'm always so grateful for the practice because of what it has brought me in the consciousness that that has brought me. And I'm so grateful that meditation has helped to heal me instead of me continuing to rely on substances to mask what needed to be healed within. And that is why I teach this. That is why I practice this. And that is why I have so much respect for the practice because I I just see the growth within myself. I know the power of it. And I know what it's done for me and so many other people. So I just feel so grateful. And I want to reiterate how I believe that tapping into joy, tapping into love, tapping into gratitude is the drunk of 2022. (laughs) Like that is where we want to go because that feeling alcohol could never make us get to that space. And that's why it's so important to practice gratitude and practice breath work to elevate the consciousness in the body, because we could feel that higher vibration all day, every day, every circumstance. I mean, I don't want to say all day, every day, because we're human beings and we're having a human experience, but that's an exaggeration. I think I know you know what I mean, that we no longer have to rely on substances. We have everything we need within ourselves. And we're able to access that through our breath, through mantra, through meditation, through practice of gratitude and through nature and beyond. So I I wanted to share this episode for a few reasons. I wanted to celebrate my growth because I think sometimes we don't do that. And I want to inspire you to do that. What growth have you seen through your practice, through all the work that you put into yourself? Because it's a full-time effing job, people. It's a full-time job. I was in meditation for about an hour and 40 minutes today. It's a full-time job, but it's the most important job for ourselves and for the people we love. So that was one intention of this. The other intention was for true pr- transparency. So many people think that I'm sober because I drink mocktails when I go out most of the time. And because I share about that on my story and I, I, always want to be 100 with everyone. I want to be so transparent. And I wanted you to know that I am a spiritual healer and a spiritual teacher. And I found this balance and I allow myself to lean into some of the cravings that I want when I feel that I'm able to. And in a respectful way, because the practice is really powerful. What we tap into in our practice is really powerful. And a lot of the times we're not supposed to consume after doing a powerful activation, but also respect for substances because those are really freaking powerful on the other end of the spectrum. And we have to really honor that and be able to have respect for that in ourselves and know our limits. So I wanted to kind of just share that I feel, I feel very free, free from dependency on substances free from an expectation of a spiritual healer. Many would say we shouldn't be consuming alcohol or drinking. And I agree to an extent, Um, but I also agree with leaning into the human experience. And if you're able to find that balance and be able to know your personal limits, it's really powerful. So as I said before, this is just my experience. This is by no means a suggestion or um, me pushing any agenda or experience onto you. I just wanted to share this and I hope that you walk away with any little nuggets of wisdom, of inspiration. And I also want to share that if you or someone you know struggles with dependency, my thoughts and my prayers are with you. It is the hardest Hard, one of the hardest things to go through, um, whether you're in it or whether you're watching a loved one go through it. And LICAD, L-I-C-A-A-D, I think it's double A or maybe what I, you could look it up on Instagram. They are a great support here on Long Island and they can connect you. Even if you're not from Long Island, they will be able to find a place for you or your loved one to get to the support you need. Um, I also would recommend going back and listening to any podcast that Vinny has come on because we talk a lot about addiction and all of that. So if that's something that you're trying to lean into to learn more about or to just consume right now, you can go ahead and listen to that content because um, sometimes it's helpful just to know that other people have gone through it and are on the other side of it. Thank you so much for joining me here today and for being part of this conversation. I hope that you find the balance that you need and lean into all things that help you align with your higher self. May the long time sun shine upon you. Sat Nam.